0: Hello, all you beautiful people. This is Optimistically Depressed, and I am your host, Ruth McMullen. and I am so honored to be sitting here with my friend, Megan Smith, who is a musician, an artist, a Juno Award winner, a songwriter, and she is the CEO of Our Song. Hi, Megan. Hi, Ruth. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy that you are here. I love your podcast. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Like I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for, like, coming in again for our our second podcast together. Yeah, this is like repeat business. It's great. And I do have—so this time I actually have points that I want to cover. Okay. Yeah, um, because these are subjects that I've had on my mind. Mm -hmm. And I find that a lot of the times we can have these phrases or ideas that we know would be very helpful— But at least for me, it's like I need to understand how exactly it's helpful. Mm -hmm. So when someone's saying like, you know, giving me a piece of advice is kind of like, okay. but can you please break that down and tell me what that looks like for you so that I can so I can figure out how to apply that to my life. Yeah. So that's what I want to do today, because you are I mean, you're a really thoughtful person who I can tell that like every conversation we have, you're wanting to get to the root of what it what. Our thoughts, our I'll why, our thoughts are why You just go straight down. You I just totally go deep. Go straight? You
1: do. You're so I, deep. I just don't yeah. It's really hard for me to stay on the surface. I gotta get down there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's one of the things that That's why
1: we like we're yes. like, hey, how you doing?
0: And down there into the depths. Yep. <laughs> like, don't waste a second. No. Why no. would you? No, why would you? Yeah. One of the things that I really want to to communicate through Optimistically Depressed is that we aren't alone in the journey. Mm, That's such a good one. Thank you.
1: That's such a good one for humans to feel like we're just wired to need to belong to a group and need to be part of a group. We can't survive on our own. We really can't. No. So it's primal. Yes. And it's normal to feel that way, that we need to be part of
0: a group. It's, It's actually really healthy. And thank you, because I find that especially... Like, I, th- I think that this is something that has has really developed over the last 50 years, maybe in our society is this need to be completely independent mm-hmm. and not need anyone or anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's I'm not a professional, but I think that that is what leads to like, that's what leads to depression. That's lead, that's what leads to this anxiety, this isolation. And I do think these are things that developed more recently. And I think that it's because we just feel this need that we we are alone in the journey. Yeah.
1: And it's just so interesting, like COVID has helped us really, a lot of this stuff has just come right to the surface. Like we are needing to be isolated right now and what that's doing to us and how we're trying to connect with each other. You know, it's, it's just really been interesting to see that happen. And I mean, like, you know, in my job as a songwriter, so I, I write custom songs for people. Yeah. And a lot of what I do is I write songs for people who have like lost loved ones, Um, I write songs for people who are celebrating anniversaries or new babies, the birth of new babies or birthdays or all these things. And like what I'm realizing in my going on two and a half years of doing this. Amazing. Is that it is amazing. I hear all these incredible stories and like everybody's story is completely unique. Like people say, how can you write that many love songs? Like, isn't it just a generic love song? No, everyone's story. Everybody's love story, for example, is totally unique. But what is the same for every one of us is our emotions. We all have the same emotions. We just have different situations and different circumstances. Mm -hmm. So in a weird way, we are isolated in that we are completely unique in our experiences, in our lives, in our stories. But we're all completely
0: connected in all of these emotions that we share. Yes. Yeah. And I think that that's like, for me, that's been such a that's been such a point of isolation for me because it's like I've believed for so long that whatever I feel is completely different and strange. Mm -hmm. And so I, and so it makes me feel ashamed of what I'm feeling. Yeah. And so when I have these conversations with other people and they share these stories and they share these feelings, I suddenly realize, wow,
1: I'm not there's nothing, yeah there's nothing actually wrong with you yeah there's nothing wrong a,
0: with no me.
1: feelings are not wrong like feelings are just what they just what they are and they're all acceptable you know and and so like i think that connecting over feelings like i think it's important to find people who are going to be honest with you about their feelings yes who you can be honest with about your feelings there's only certain people who get to know that i think about us right we, oh, who we need to share yes. who we can share that with. So it's important to find safe people you can who you can really share your feelings with. And you know, the situations again are different, but like it's so interesting to know that across the board, you think about the person who you feel is like the most opposite of you, mm. you're connected by these feelings you have with each other. It's just can are you able to really be open and talk about them?
0: I think that that's something that It helps us really understand the importance of not adding shame to those emotions. Yeah, absolutely. Empathy. Yeah. It's just, it's total empathy.
1: It's like hearing someone's experience and then going deep within yourself and going, when did I feel that? And bringing that up and connecting that way. Yes. That's what I do in my job all the time. That's what I do for for people when I write songs is I I hear them describe their experience and the emotions that they feel. I go in myself, I find my own same or similar feelings. I bring those up and then I can write their song for them. So it's I just use empathy all the time and it's like
0: it's the most useful thing I think we have as humans to be able to connect to each other. Yes. And actually one of the things that my therapist told me recently was that when we, like, at first, like, kind of confess or talk about something that we've done or Mm -hmm. been through and the emotions that come along with that, like, that person's first reaction to that is very significant when it comes to your healing journey. Mm -hmm. Especially
1: when you're a kid. Oh, my gosh. as a child. Like, as adults, I feel like we can have a little more, we can learn, I think, to feed our own self, our emotions. But as a child... Yeah, you're just
0: looking at your caregiver f- for all direction. Like, yes, yes. yeah. So, like, I think how you're should totally I feel right. about this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And like, should I be ashamed of my emotions around this? Yeah, yeah. And so, I've become much more mindful of that, and I'm trying to with all of my kids. They've each had these days where they're just like, I just feel like crying, mm-hmm. and and I've tried to be like, so what? What's going on? Like, what are you thinking about? And they're just like, I don't know. I just feel like crying. And so then it's just like you know what, yeah, that's a good enough reason. Go ahead, you can cry. Yeah, that's good. That's okay, Ruth.
1: You're such a good mom. And like the, the great thing is, we do we need to do that for ourselves too. Like I yes. was talking about this, but I'm my own parent now. Yes. So yeah. if I have a day like that, I treat myself the way I would treat my kid and say, okay, we're going to cancel stuff today, and you can just—I mean, yeah. within reason, but right. yeah. You know, you can your emotions take priority. Yeah, and
0: they matter. Yeah, like you matter. Yeah. 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 And your
1: emotions, I would say your emotions matter the most, kind of. Yes, because what it, are we?
0: Well, y- yes. We this. are feeling
1: all of these things. This is what we are, right? We're like these vessels that vibrate these emotions. Oh, oh, I love that. So if you're like, I don't have time for my emotions ever, I mean, there are times when you've got to prioritize other things, you know, but if you're constantly just pushing them away, pushing them down and you're never acknowledging them and allowing them and making the space for them, what's the message you're sending to yourself? That you don't matter, but you do matter. And these emotions really matter because emotions are just mes- messengers. They're trying mm. to tell us something. Like if you're feeling in pain or if you're feeling excited or their message, it's a message for you telling you something about yourself. It's really important that we know those things. So they're important to feel and accept and acknowledge and
0: understand. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like that actually just leads right into what I, another point that I kind of want to discuss, which is that our struggles are unique parts of us, but they're not our definition. Yeah, absolutely. And I, because I keep thinking back on these these struggles that I've had with lies about myself that I've believed Mm -hmm. growing up. And I, and I find myself at many crossroads throughout my life where I can go ahead and believe that lie Mm -hmm. and then, and punish myself for it and not do something that I'm really passionate about. And that I do, if I'm listening to that voice that is inside me, Mm -hmm. that I really do believe I can do, but I'm going to punish myself and not do that because I believe that lie yeah. And so it's like it's like this it's this very, very careful dance that you kind of have to do, because then it's like, well, I don't want to punish myself even further by being like, how how could you be so stupid to believe that lie? Right. Yes. But then also, like, acknowledge that. Yeah. You know, that, that was a lie. That was a lie. Yeah. What do you think when you hear when you hear this, when you, when you think about this.
1: Yeah. It's again, like it kind of, for me, it goes back to my childhood and, and being told certain things about myself. Um, yeah. and also, also like I, you know, when I was younger, I really struggled in lots of areas of my life, academically, especially. So I grew to learn that I have a learning disability and all of these hindrances, quote unquote. Um, and yet like, so one of the results of that is that I can't read music and yet I am a Juno award-winning musician, <laughs> who has been a full-time musician for, like, 15 years now. Amazing. I, I have built my life and supported my family on this ability that I, that I have. Had I, like, listened, I feel, to those external voices telling me, you probably can't do this. You're not going to be good at this. Had I, like, listened to those over my own internal self Ugh. being like, I really want to try this, this quiet little, please let me just try. Let's just try. Yes. If I had listened to those voices, I wouldn't be here. I don't know what I'd be doing, but I wouldn't be like living this passionate like life, helping people write these songs and process these things, and me growing and learning in this way. So I think it's really, really important that we prioritize our own voice. Yes. And it's like hard to do that. If you were raised... In, like, any punitive way or, like, with the school system, a lot of times, you know, it's, it's like, try and get these marks and try and reach these standards that we're going to set for you. And I'm not yeah. saying that school is bad. No. School is useful if you mm. can use it to learn, but you have to listen to your own voice. Like, I think that's one of the most important messages we can teach our kids and also ourselves if we never had that message. like. Other people can say what they want to say about you. This is something I just realized recently. It's just hilarious because I'm like a grown-ass lady. But like <laughs> I did not realize other people's opinions of me are just their thoughts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just what they think. It's not truth. It's Yes. It's not the truth about me. It's just their opinion of me, even my own parents or like my own leaders are people i really really respect that's not truth that's not absolute it's just what they're thinking
0: in that moment yes right i yes. just realized this <laughs> I, oh my gosh and it's such a it's such a beautiful realization because i don't think that it's so natural to come to it yeah no i don't think that our society especially for is women
1: built especially for women women are taught to fit this mold and talk this way And be quiet like this or be like this. Don't be like that. Don't look like that. Don't talk like that. Exactly. Don't have that job. Mm -mm. Don't act really smart or whatever it is that women, you know, have been taught all along. Yeah. We we are taught so young to listen to external authority. And there actually, you know, isn't any such thing as external authority. Mm -hmm. It's just fake. And it's... All within ourselves was what we really need to prioritize listening to.
0: Yes. I love that you brought that up because I was recently having a conversation with someone about my body image. Mm. And I was saying that I really believed, really believed up until like maybe a week ago that Mm. like... In order to be beautiful, I have to be skinny. Mm-hmm. I have to fit into this certain clothing size. Right. I have to be these measurements. Yeah. Like, and it's one of those things that we we hear that and we grow up just really deeply believing it. And then we hear that, no, you're beautiful the way you are, that uh, curves are beautiful and, and that kind of thing. But it's just like, it just, it doesn't get in there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, like for me, my sister-in-law said to me, I think you look better with curves. Hmm. And it was just like, and it, again, it was her, it was her opinion, just an opinion, right? It was just an opinion. But it's probably
1: one that maybe you haven't heard as often because yeah. people don't say
0: stuff like they that. They don't say stuff like that because it's like, we have this idea that to say something like that isn't a compliment. Mm-hmm. So people might not say it because it's just like, you know, I don't want to like tell her that she's curvy because obviously she wants to be skinny. You because know? it
1: doesn't everybody. Because yeah. Because
0: doesn't everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so now it's just kind of like, I got these curves, mm-hmm. and I was looking at pictures of myself that were taken recently that normally I would look at and cringe, mm-hmm. and instead I looked at them and I was just like, I am taking up that space really nice. Mm-hmm. You are, girl.
1: Thank you, you so, so much. You so are. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think about too, like, what does your what have our bodies done for us? Yes. Like they let us experience. So many beautiful Ooh. things. And, you um, know, what? It, why, wh- how much does, do, you know, the size, whatever, size four, six jeans that you're trying to fit into cost? $27, $30 at Old Navies. <laughs> but how much, does you, how much is your body worth? If you had to replace your body, what do you think it would cost? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Billions of dollars. <laughs> probably trillions. There is no way you can get a new body. So it's, it's like, what's more valuable, your body or the jeans? Like, oh,
0: that is such your a beautiful body. Body. <laughs> Your body. Choose, Choose your body. Choose your body. Choose your body. Respect
1: your body. Respect get a different it.
0: pair of jeans. Yeah, just get jeans that look good on you. Just get the bigger the jeans. jeans. Yeah, because just, yeah. And that, was a, and that was actually another thing. Like, so I was getting clothes the other day and I was just like, I'm going to get that bigger size. Like, so my dream fit into a size four. And I know that, like, there are definitely people who will hear that and kind of be like, oh, my gosh, just a size four? Like, Mm -hmm. but this is part of my, these are my Mm -hmm. struggles and journeys. And I always fit into a size four. Mm -hmm. There was a point where I fit into a zero. Mm -hmm. And so, but this time I was just like, I'm not going to fit into that comfortably. It's going to, and it's going to squeeze me in ways that I don't like to be squeezed. (laughs) Right. Like so, I'm just some squeezing gonna, is good, but not that one. Yeah, not, not that, that kind. One. I, that's not a loving squeeze. <laughs> that's not a loving one. No, so I'm gonna get that size six. Yeah, and I did. The pants look great on me. Way to go! And they make me feel really good. Yeah and you still have your you're starting to respect your val- your body and which is literally invaluable. You cannot put a value on it. No, you cannot. You can't put a value on your body. You are absolutely right and it's something that I've worked so hard to ignore, to tell yeah. myself otherwise mm-hmm. and it's just not true. Yeah. Our power is not supplied by what happens around us. It is in our being. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not supplied by society. It's not supplied by, no, it comes right from within us.
1: This used to drive me crazy, though. People, when people were like,
0: happiness is within you or whatever. Yeah. I used to be like,
1: what the F does it actually mean? Like, how does that, because I don't feel it. Where is it? Where, someone come and find it because it's not in because it's not, in, where's no. the self-esteem I'm just supposed to build for myself? Like, have you, did you, ex- have you experienced that frustration too?
0: Absolutely. Like most of my life. Yeah. But I, was, I mean, it's still there. Yeah. Like it's going to be a thing that I'm always going to be having, like wanting to yeah. check myself on. Yeah. Because it, when I, because when I finally see like, oh my gosh, I really just do really have great things inside me. Mm-hmm. And I really do have that voice. That's just a really nice voice. That I like to listen to, and it makes good points, and it leads me places that I want to go. Yeah, and I so I love it. Yeah, and it's something that I want to I want to just keep reminding myself of. Yeah, I
1: think for me, like it's listening to that voice and hearing my own internal direction. It it was really like beaten out of me at a young, super young, like as soon as I was born. Essentially, it was like I'm in charge of you. I'm calling the shots. Here's how you dress. Believe here's like how you behave, what you're going to eat, everything. And and just to an extent, as parents, that's kind of our job when we're raising our kids. But we need to make space for them, too, and we need to make space for ourselves. And hearing my own voice takes practice for me every day. I Mm. practice every day. I journal for at least five minutes. Sometimes Sometimes that's all I have. Yeah. That's how I hear myself. I just say, what's up? And then I just... Let it go. I let I let all my thoughts come out onto the page. Mm -hmm. And I that's how I practice listening to myself. And I think I think that's it's something we can all do. We can start to practice, start listening to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to get things from other people. If I'm feeling like I wish this person would tell me, hey, good job, or whatever, that's a clue to me that I need to go within myself and really authentically say to myself. You really did a good job on this. It doesn't matter if other people notice it. We notice. I notice that I did great. Yeah. And there it is. I just gave myself what I needed. So yes. I, I
0: practice that a lot.
1: I love that. I'm getting a little better at it.
0: But it's taken years. But you yeah. are one of the most beautiful human beings I so know. are
1: you, Ruth? Brooke, you're constantly working and trying and striving. And that takes so much courage. Oh, it really you. does. And I see it and I, I acknowledge it. And I hope you, you acknowledge it in yourself. Which I
0: know you're working on. I am. We both are. We both are. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And everyone listening, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. And we just want to make sure that you know that wherever you are, we're sitting here and we're loving you. Because you're valuable. You mean something. Have a wonderful morning, evening, afternoon, afternoon, night. We'll be talking to you soon. Bye.